Hi there listeners. Welcome to episode 126 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. This is me Neha Shetty and I'm so glad to have you all listening in. 2 days after India won the ODI series in England, several members of the squad traveled across the Atlantic Ocean to the Caribbean for another 50 over contest beginning today followed by a T20 series. This episode will focus on major talking points from the ODI squad selected for both the teams and what to look forward to and a look into the T20I squads as well. Without further ado, let's get started. India's ODI team. Now Shikhar Dhawan has been given another chance to lead India's ODI side. This time on the tour of the Caribbean with Ravindra Jadeja serving as his deputy in the 16 man squad. Designated skipper Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, Hardik Pandya, Jaspreet Bumrah, Rishabh Pant and Mohammad Shami have all been rested for the three match series while KL Rahul who recently underwent surgery for a sports hernia was not considered for selection. Shubman Gill makes his ODI comeback after the tour of Australia in December 2020 while Sanju Samson is back after a year having played his lone ODI so far in Sri Lanka last July. Samson and Ishan Kishan are the two wicketkeepers in the squad. Ashdeep Singh, the left-arm pacer who has been included in a full-strength squad for the England ODIs, has been retained alongside Prasad Krishna, Mohammad Siraj and Shardul Thakur. Yuzi Chahal, Jadeja and Akshar Patel all who were a part of the England tour party complete the spin department. Ruturaj Gaikwad, Avesh Khan and Deepak Hooda who were all left out of the ODI squad in England have been included. While opener Gaikwad and fast bowler Avesh are uncapped in the format, Hooda is two matches old in ODIs having made his debut against the West Indies this Feb. All the three players have established themselves as key members of their respective IPL franchises. Gaikwad was the orange cap holder for scoring the most runs in IPL 2021 for Champions CSK, while Avesh and Hooda are coming off of impressive seasons for IPL debutants Lucknow Super Giants this year. More recently, Deepak Hooda scored his maiden T20I century on the tour of Ireland late last month. Gaikwad in particular has been in prolific form in 50 overs cricket having hit 603 runs in 5 innings for Maharashtra during the Vijay Hazare trophy in December last year. He hit 4 centuries then which was the joint highest in a single edition of the tournament. He struck those runs at an impressive strike rate of 112.94. Largely seen as a one format player now, Dhawan will lead India in a series only for the second time. Last July, he led a second string squad on the white ball tour of Sri Lanka, even as the regulars were in England for the World Test Championship final against New Zealand as well as the test series against England that followed. Like Rahul, Deepak Chahar and Kuldeep Yadav were also not considered for selection with both of them recovering from injuries. Washington Sundar meanwhile is in the final stages of his rehab following which he will fly out to England for a short county stint with Lancashire. India's tour of the Caribbean begins with the ODIs in Trinidad from today. They will also play 5 T20s across Trinidad, St Kitts and Nevis. Florida USA before the tour ends on August 7th. India's ODI squad has Shikhar Dhawan as the skipper, Ruturaj Gaikwad, Shubman Gill, Deepak Hooda, Surya Kumar Yadav, Shreyas Iyer, Ishan Kishan and Sanju Samson as the wicketkeepers, Ravindra Jadeja as vice captain, Shardul Thakur, Yuzvendra Chahal, Akshar Patel, Avesh Khan, Prasad Krishna, Mohammad Siraj and Arshdeep Singh. Let's also reflect on the major takeaways. Now this is another series where we'd have another B team playing. 
The last time India played an ODI without Kohli, Rohit and Bumrah was way back in January 2020 against Australia at home. Since the start of 2021, 32 players have turned out in 12 ODIs from the country with as many as 21 playing five or fewer games. With COVID-19 norms across the world, resting all format stars is understandable, but constantly shuffling around with the playing 11 could make players uncertain of their role and a spot in the side. India have also fielded six different captains across formats this year in 24 matches. Shikhar Dhawan will be the seventh skipper and with each leader coming in with their own set of plans the road map for the two world events coming up in the next few months seem haphazard and all over the place Shikhar Dhawan is firmly in India's 2023 World Cup plans now Dhawan will be nearing 38 by the 2023 World Cup and with India already having a rich pool of openers it was expected that the management would be looking past the left-hander for the event next year the side already has Rohit and KL in their ranks the latter is an option in the middle order too alongside Ruthraj Gaikwad and Ishan Kishan youngsters like Shubman Gill and Prithvi Shaw are knocking the doors for a spot for the playing 11 too but the promotion of Dhawan as the skipper of the ODI side displays that the team management has faith in him and want to keep him in the plans for the 50 over world cup though Dhawan is not a part of the T20I setup his performances of late in ODIs have been impressive he's averaging 52.8 in 10 games with 550s at a strike rate of over 87 he has also been a consistent performer in ICC events and his successful partnership with Rohit at the top has meant that he always remains in India's plans. Now the burning question is who opens with Dhawan? Ishan Kishan is being groomed as India's first choice backup opener and wicketkeeper. He did not play the ODI series in England, but Rohit Sharma and Shikhar Dhawan were reunited and were considered, but Kishan is in the front runner to be the opener in Rohit's absence. If Kishan opens up with Dhawan, India will have two left-hand bats at the top. If they want a left-right combination, perhaps Ruthraj Gaikwad and Shubman Gill are some of the options that can be considered. Gill and Samson are back in the ODI setup. Now the squad also marks the return of Gill to the ODI squad, having last played a match in the format in December 2020. The youngster has also earned heavy praise from the then skipper Kohli, and his chances after then have dried up. But the selection for this West Indies ODI suggests that he has been identified as a future talent by head coach Rahul Dravid, who was incidentally also Gill's under-19 coach when India lifted the World Cup in 2018. Also returning to the side is Sanju Samson, who has been in the news for his non-selection despite his on-field performances. Recently dropped for the second and third T20Is against England, the Rajasthan Royals skipper only has one ODI to his name that came against Sri Lanka last year. He has made a run of all 46 on a tour where the big guns were missing and he will be hoping to make the most of this rare opportunity. What does the middle order look like? Now Suryakumar Yadav is the front runner for one of the middle order spots which leaves Shreyas Iyer, Deepak Hooda, Sanju Samson and possibly Shubman Gill competing for two or three places. Shreyas's stocks have dipped since he returned from that shoulder injury that sidelined him for 6 months last year. Teams have begun to target him with a short delivery and he's now be- behind Suryakumar Yadav in the pecking order for limited overs cricket. Shreyas played only the first of the three ODIs in England and lost his place in the playing 11 once Kohli recovered from that groin injury. Now with Kohli being rested again, it's likely that Shreyas will slot himself back at number 3. 
Now, Samson too has been around the team for ages, but he's played just the one ODI where he scored that run of all 46 as we previously spoke about. The perception is that Samson has not been a consistent batter, but he has had a consistent... But the fact that he hasn't had a consistent run of opportunities either is worth noting. Most recently, he played one of T20i against Ireland and smashed a 77 of 42. If he gets his chances in the series, Sanju Samson will be desperate to put together a good run of scores and seal his place. Who are India's all-round options? Now, Deepak Huda made his ODI debut as a middle-order batter against West Indies earlier this year. And since then, he has been a part of India's limited overs plans. Having the breakout season that he did have in IPL 451 runs, he largely batted at number 3 for LSG, then scored a T20i century at that position in Ireland. With Hardik and Pant being rested for the series, Huda could play that role that India has desperately needed, a lower-order bat who can score some handy runs. And along with Jadeja or Akshar Patel, he can be instrumental. While he isn't a big turner of the ball, he can be accurate with his part-time off-spin. His economy rate of 4.45 in List A cricket suggests the same. While India does have a few spin all-rounders in the fray to choose from, Shardul Thakur is the only seam bowling all-rounder in the squad. What about the bowling attack? Now, India could play Jadeja and Thakur at number 7 and 8 to strengthen their lower-order batting. And with Yuzi Chehal as the first-choice spinner, it leaves two so- slots for specialist fast bowlers. Mohamed Siraj is certainly the front-runner for one of those places, leaving India a choice between Ashdeep Singh, Prasad Krishna or Avesh Khan for the final spot. Ashdeep had a niggle that kept him out of the England ODIs, while Prasad took only two wickets in the three games he played. Both Prasad and Avesh offer pace and the ability to hit hard lengths and extract bounce even on good batting surfaces is certainly what sets them apart. Some other pertinent questions have been where is Prithvi Shaw in the scheme of things? Now Prithvi Shaw is surprisingly not a part of the white wall setup for India for some time now. Despite garnering praise for his aggressive game and being in a thick patch of runs, he last played a white wall game for India against Sri Lanka and won the Player of the Match award for his blistering 24-ball 43 in the first ODI that helped India chase down 263 in 36.4 overs. The opener was also at his best in IPL 2022 where he struck at 152.97, giving DC quick starts in the first six overs, the power play which is the most important part of the game and the decision to keep a fearless player who can, you know, run away with the game is... You know, very surprising that he isn't in the scheme of things for shorter formats and will have to be ideated upon in the future. Hardik Pandya and his role. Now, one of the biggest topics of discussion was the omission of Hardik Pandya. He recently led India's T20I team in Ireland and he has struggled with the back injury for well over two years. But he staged a successful comeback in the IPL, bowling consistently and batting with authority. He is an indispensable member of the unit. He brings balance to the playing 11. His seam bowling also allows India to play an extra bowler. Now, with the T20 World Cup to be staged in Australia later this year, the selectors have omitted him from the ODI side. This is possibly to give him the rest and to prevent exertion so he can be fit for bigger challenges that awaits him in the next few months. However, he was picked for the ODIs against England and he played really well. He looked in good touch and was consistent. Let's now talk about the West Indies ODI squad. All-rounder Jason Holder makes a return to the West Indies ODI squad for the three-match series against India beginning today. 
Holder had been rested for the recently concluded series against Bangladesh that West Indies lost 3-0. Fast bowler Anderson Phillip and bowling all-rounder Romario Shefford were not included in the squad after going wicketless against Bangladesh. Phillip played only one match in the series while Shefford played all the three games. West Indies have been woeful in ODIs this year, having won just four out of their 15 games. Three of those wins uh, came against the Netherlands and one against Ireland and currently they are on a six-game losing streak. West Indies ODI squad has Nicholas Puran as skipper, Shai Hope as the vice-captain, Shamra Brooks, Kesey Carty, Jason Holder, Akil Hossein, Alzari Joseph, Brandon King, Kyle Mayers, Gudakesh Moti, Kimo Paul, Rovman Powell and Jaden Seals. While the likes of Jason Holder, Nicholas Puran and Rovman Paul are now familiar names in white ball cricket, there are some relatively unknown commodities that the West Indies possess. Let's also talk about them. Akil Hossein. He is a left-arm finger spinner known for his relentless accuracy and uncharacteristically missed his lengths in the recently concluded white ball series against Bangladesh. He managed to pick up just three wickets in the three T20Is and three ODIs. Hossein, however, is still the leading wicket-taker in the ongoing ODI Super League with 35 strikes in 20 games at an average of 23.37 and an economy rate of 4.46. If Hossein can return to his best, he could pose a threat to an Indian lineup that could potentially feature a large number of right-hand batters in the middle order. Jaden Seals Fast bowler Jaden Seals played just one match in Bangladesh. He conceded 26 in 3.5 overs. But with Anderson Phillip and Romario Shefford dropping out of the ODI squad for the India series, he could likely get more game time and make the most of his opportunities. Seals can swing the new ball, bowl hard lengths in the middle overs and hit his Yorkers at the death, skills that were on show during his CPL stint with the Trinobago Knight Riders and his LPL stint with Jaffna Kings. In LPL 2021, which was dominated by spinners, Seals emerged as the most prolific seamer. He picked up 15 wickets in 7 matches at an incredible economy rate of 7.81. Earlier this year, he commented on how working with Wahab Riaz and Suranga Lakmal helped him develop his death bowling. That skill will be put to test against the mighty Indians. Brandon King now, he is a bit of an enigma. He originally started off as a middle-order batter for Jamaica, but Johan Botha, the coach of Amazon Warriors at the time, transformed him into a hard-hitting opener in CPL 2019. King responded to the CPL promotion with 496 runs in 12 innings at an average of 55.11 and a strike rate almost touching 150. That unbeaten 132 in the first qualifier, which moved Johan Botha to tears, is also not forgotten. King's transition to international cricket, however, hasn't been as smooth. The team management continually shunting him up and down the order hasn't helped him, although he recently said that he backs himself to bat anywhere in the top six. King might have not even been in the West Indies' recent squad had Evan Lewis and Shimron Hetmeyer not been omitted on the basis of fitness grounds. Time may be running out for him, but he can make a mark in the series and set himself apart. Let's also reflect on what the series means. 
Now, this is not an ODI World Cup year. The series between West Indies and India is not a part of the World Cup Super League and both the teams finished their previous 50-over assignments less than a week ago. So, what can one expect during these three ODIs? After clinching both the white ball series in England, India has rested Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, Rishabh Pant, Hardik Pandya, Mohamed Shami and Jaspreet Bumrah, while KL Rahul is on the recovery after the surgery. Now, this means some of the backup players understand and captain Shikhar Dhawan will get a full series than just a one-off game here and there. West Indies, on the other hand, are on a six-match losing streak in ODIs and have the worst win-loss ratios in ODI cricket this year. To th- put things back on track, their captain Nicholas Puran and coach Phil Simmons have given their players to make sure that they bat out the full 50 over something they have struggled with off late. Since Jan 2021, West Indies have batted first 12 times in ODI cricket and on 9 occasions they failed to last their full allocation of overs. In good news for the hosts, Jason Holder is back after having been rested for the Bangladesh series. His presence will lend the side much-needed experience, not just in the bowling department but also in the lower middle order. Team News Kimo Paul didn't bowl in the final ODI against Bangladesh after sustaining a hamstring injury. While Simmons isn't happy with his uh, recovery, West Indies will take a call on his inclusion on the eve of the match. With Holder and Kyle Mayers in the squad as the other seam bowling all-rounders, they may not want to rush him though. Apart from Paul, Kisi Karti could be other to miss out on the 13-member squad. Now let's look at the possible playing 11 that West Indies could have. Shai Hope and Brandon King to open, Shambra Brooks, Kyle Mayers, Nicholas Puran, Rovan Powell, Jason Holder, Akil Hossein, Alzari Joseph, Kudukesh Moti and Jaden Seals. India too has plenty of decisions to make. Who will open with Shikhar Dhawan? What will the seam bowling attack look like? Do they pick Shadal Thakur at number 8? They can choose from Rutharaj Gaikwad, Ishan Kishan and Shubman Gill to open with Dhawan. Among the seamers, Mohamed Siraj, Avish Khan, Prasad Krishna and Ashdeep Singh are the other options. What is certain though is that Ravindra Jadeja has a niggle that could keep him out of the series opener at least. Now, India's probable playing 11 has Shikhar Dhawan as skipper, Rosiraj Gaikwad or Ishan Kishan, Shreyas Ayer, Deepak Huda, Sanju Samson, Surya Kumar Yadav, Akshar Patel, Shatul Thakur, Avesh Khan or Prasad Krishna, Yuzi Chahal and Mohamed Siraj. Let's also talk about the T20I series. Now, Virat Kohli, Jaspreet Bumrah and Yuzi Chahal are not part of India's 18-member squad for the five T20Is in the Caribbean starting later this month. The squad led by Rohit Sharma has KL Rahul potentially making a return subject to his fitness clearance and his COVID-19 result. Kohli, Bumrah and Chahal have been rested and Kohli, who picked up a mild groin strain in England, continues to remain in the team management's plan for the T20 World Cup later this year, despite his lean form. Ashwin, who hasn't featured in India's T20I side since that home series against New Zealand last November, has made a comeback to shore up a spin department that includes Kuldeep Yadav, subject to fitness, Ravi Bishnoi, Akshar Patel and Ravindra Jadeja. Meanwhile, Hardik Pandya and Rishabh Pant, who have been rested from the ODI leg, will play the T20Is. Umran Malik, the rookie tearaway squick, did not find a place in the squad with the selectors picking left-arm seamer Archdeep Singh in the seam bowling department, 
besides Bhubaneswar Kumar, Avesh Khan and Harshal Patel. Having made his T20I debut in Ireland, Umran Malik was also part of the recently concluded T20I series in England, which India won 2-1. In his lone outing in Nottingham, Malik conceded 1 for 56 of his 4 overs, and Arshdeep, on the other hand, took 2 for 18 in an impressive debut in the opening T20I, where he troubled England openers with swing. Prior to the T20I series in England, Rohit publicly backed Kohli despite his lean run of scores that sparked continuous debate over his position in the team. Ishan Kishan has been chosen as the reserve opener and second wicketkeeper for the West Indies T20Is should slot Rahul you know, back into the playing eleven. Rahul is currently at the NCA in Bengaluru, having returned from that surgery. He has been out of action since June, where the illness flared prior to the start of the home series against South Africa. Initially diagnosed as a groin injury, he, he was withdrawn from the squads for the tour to England. Prior to that, he led LSG to the IPL 2022 playoffs, where they had a very impressive season. He ended the season as the second highest run scorer, scoring 616 runs in 15 innings at an impressive average of 51.33 and a strike rate of 135.38. Deepak Huda, who also made his maiden T20I century in Ireland in June, has been retained in Kohli's absence as has Dinesh Karthik, Shreyas Iyer and Surya Kumar Yadav. India will begin their Caribbean tour with the ODI series that will start today and they will be captained by Shikhar Dhawan in the absence of senior players. The five T20Is begin on July 29th, followed by matches on August 1st and 2nd before the series moves to Florida in the USA for the final two matches on August 6th and 7th. India's squad for the five T20Is has Rohit Sharma as skipper, Ishan Kishan, KL Rahul, Surya Kumar Yadav, Deepak Huda, Shreyas Ayer, Dinesh Karthik, Rishabh Pant, Hardik Pandya, Ravindra Jadeja, Akshar Patel, R. Ashwin, Ravi Bishnoi, Kuldeep Yadav, Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, Avesh Khan, Harshal Patel and Arshdeep Singh. The inclusion of KL Rahul and Kuldeep Yadav is subject to fitness. The West Indies are yet to announce their T20I squad. With this, we draw curtains on the episode that served as a preview of the upcoming West Indies tour. Thank you so much listeners for tuning into this episode and for your unstinted support throughout. Please follow and press the bell icon on Spotify and subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcast for the latest episode updates and stay tuned. Do check out at the rate never on the back foot on Instagram and at the rate never on the back one on Twitter for the latest facts. Trivia, quizzes, terminology, retweets, fresh tweets and a lot more that's coming up this cricket season just for you. The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast and a lot of other platforms. So please do spread the word. Stay safe and take care listeners. Bye for now.